Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Habits are absolutely critical because we have habits that we have planned out that we want to do, things that we are purposeful about. Unfortunately, most of our habits are done automatically. They're on autopilot. And the habits that we have are not serving us very well, but they've become so ingrained in what we do every single day that we tend to find it's very hard to break free of them. And when we do want to break free of them, even though we know it's not serving us, we don't want to do it. Why? Because the habit. It's an atomic habit. Atomic habits is all about recognizing the bad habits in your life and helping you set up the right habits. Habits that serve you. Habits that will help you be more resilient. Habits that will help you get more done, be more productive. That's what I'm interested in. And so any book that will help me understand habits a little bit more, I'm totally interested in it. So why don't we crack into this one? Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. Let's kick this off. 
Golden nugget number one. The smallest habits can have the most profound effect on your life. Imagine for a second a flight that's taking off from L.A. to New York. Okay, this flight's going up. It's cruising. Things are going well. But the pilot just decides to shift things maybe it's like a foot and a half. Not much. What do you think happens by the time you want to hit your destination in New York? Well, when you get off that plane, you're going to be very surprised to find that you're not in New York, but instead you're in Washington, D.C. And you say, well, Ryan, how is that possible? He moved it maybe just like two feet. How is that possible? Because what happens is when you make small changes over the long haul, it creates big impact. You might not even notice it. Nobody in that plane will notice the change. You made that small change and you saw it through. It changed where you ended up. So why do I tell you that story? I tell you this story because it's the small habits that you create today that will drive lasting change. You might not notice it. And because we don't notice it, that's often why we stop. And why we say this new habit doesn't serve me well. No. Remember the flight from LA to New York. It's going to throw you in Washington, D.C. because you just made a small little shift. You're trying to save up money. You put $5 away every single week. You put away $10 a week, whatever. You put a small amount of money down every single week. And you look at it at the end of the year and you're like, wow, that was not a whole heck of a lot of money. I got maybe like $500 here. Big deal. And you're like, what's $500? Keep that going. And you'll see how that serves you well. The most important thing here is persistence and consistency. When you're creating a new habit, persistence and consistency. That goes for anything. Running a business, trying to lose weight, trying to pay the bills. Whatever it is, persistence and consistency are so important when you're trying to develop a new habit. And so the big takeaway here is that the tiniest of changes have a dramatic impact, but we're not patient enough. Be confident in the direction you're going and just keep moving. Golden nugget number two, habits are automated behaviors that are learned from experience. When you come home late at night, your house is dark. What do you do when you first walk in the door? You look for the light switch and you turn it on. That is an automated behavior. That's a habit. Why do we do that? What are the intricacies that make us do that? You might say, well, pff, Ryan, it just makes sense. I can't see. I want to turn on the light. Exactly. And understanding why we do that, understanding the mechanics of that is how you are going to understand habits more. Behaviors that give satisfying consequences tend to be repeated until they become automatic. Now that is incredibly important for us to know because it helps us understand habits more. It helps us understand that if there's a reward and if we recognize the reward, our habit has a greater chance of sticking. And so now let's understand the mechanics of the habit. When we talk about habits, habits begin with a cue. Walking into a dark room, it cues you to perform an action that's going to enable you to see inside the room. Because you have this craving for change, this change in state, you want to be able to see. So now you have to have your response. Your response is action. I flip the switch so I can see. Next comes the reward. And the reward is the comfort of, of safety, the ability to see, that's your reward, right? So your reward doesn't necessarily have to be this big thing. It's sometimes just the simplest things. So it's your cue, your response, and your reward. 
Golden nugget number three. When creating a new habit, make sure you have hard-to-miss cues and a plan of action. So, your phone goes off. What do you do? You pick up the phone. Obviously, it's your response. You go ahead, you look at it. There you go. You got rid of your fear of missing out. That cue is hard to miss. It's always there. That's why we form habits. So now that we know that hard-to-miss cues are important, what hard-to-miss cues are you setting up in your life to help support healthy habits or to get you away from bad habits? One of the easiest things that you can do is change your surroundings. Change the environment you're in to encourage a more healthy habit. So if you want to learn guitar, put the guitar in the middle of your room. It's going to be hard to miss that. If you're trying to eat better, trying to eat more salads or more vegetables, then put that big bowl of vegetables or fruit in the middle of your kitchen. You're going to be more likely to snack on that than you will be looking for a bag of chips. So change your surroundings, change your environment to support your good habits. Your implementation intention is what's going to make the difference between you talking about it and you actually doing it. An implementation intention, it introduces a clear plan of action, setting out when and where you'll carry out the habit that you'll, you want to cultivate. And research shows that this works. So research was done by the United States, but they found this study with voters, where when people are asked, are you going to vote? People would say, yes, of course I'm going to go vote. But they didn't vote. So when asked another question, two questions, what time are you going to vote? And at what station are you going to vote at? When asked those two questions, people were more likely to vote because they had a more specific plan of action in place. So for yourself, when you say, instead of saying, I'm going to go out and jog more, I'm going to eat better, more specific. I'm going to go out and I'm going to jog at 8 a.m. as soon as I wake up on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And hold yourself accountable to that. Get rid of the vagueness. That's not serving you. It's not helping you create a new habit. Golden nugget number four. Humans are motivated by the anticipation of reward. So use that to create new habits. In 1954, neuroscientists James Olds and Peter Milner, they ran an experiment. They attached these electrodes to these rats' brains and that essentially blocked the neurotransmitter dopamine from being released in the brain. What did they find? They found that in a very short period of time, these rats lost the will to live. They didn't eat, they didn't drink, they didn't have sex. In a few days, they just died. And so it really shined the light on the importance of dopamine to drive us to take action. And the cool thing here is that dopamine can be released in your brain by doing certain actions, such as eating food, listening to good music. Not only is it by doing the action, but by thinking about the action. That also releases dopamine. So by thinking about getting that piece of food, by thinking about listening to good music, your brain is automatically releasing dopamine as well. That is the brain's way of trying to drive you to action. And we can use that to our advantage when forming new habits. A great technique that is shared in the book is called temptation bundling. And that's when you take a behavior that you know is important, but you're not really looking forward to it, but you link it to a behavior that you're drawn to, one that generates that motivating dopamine hit. Take, for example, the gym, right? You don't want to go to the gym. How do we use this technique of temptation bundling to help form a new habit? What about the music you listen to? What if you only allowed yourself to listen to a certain album, certain music, when you went to the gym? 
You couldn't wait to go to the gym because you can't wait to listen to that music. What if you had certain podcasts that you wanted to listen to? You love listening to these podcasts, but you only allow yourself to listen to them when you go to the gym. Temptation bundling. Find a pleasurable activity, something that supports you, and tie that to something that maybe isn't so fun to do. The gym. Temptation bundling is a very important technique that we need to make use of. All right, golden nugget number five. If you want to create a new habit, make the habit as easy as possible to adopt. Forming new habits that are easy sometimes it's just takes no effort. Pick up the phone and scrolling through and creating that habit of every time it goes ding and I go ahead and I look at my notifications, it doesn't take any effort for me to do. And yet I spend hours upon hours on my phone every single week. So do you. But do the hard stuff. Go to the gym. Learn new language. Do business development. Do your accounting. All that stuff is very hard. And you don't necessarily want to do it. So we've kind of already started to talk about different things that we could do, different techniques. Here's a new technique. Reduce friction. If you're trying to form a new habit, reduce the friction that prevents you from doing it. So the question you need to ask yourself is, what friction do you have that prevents you from working out? What friction do you have that prevents you from eating right? If you're not eating right and you're sitting there eating garbage or you're thinking about junk food, maybe you have too much friction. Maybe you don't have the right food there. Maybe you didn't do your meal prep. That's why meal prep is so important. There's no, no friction. You've done the meal prep. It's sitting in the fridge. You're hungry. Instead of going for that bag of chips or ordering something online, ordering a pizza, you have food in the fridge. It reduces friction. The second trick for making habits easier to stick and make them long-term is something that the author calls the two-minute rule. And it's a way to make any new activity feel manageable. The two-minute drill says, listen, if you're trying to go to the gym or you're trying to just read more, go and put on your, your gym shoes. Commit to reading two pages. That's it. Just commit to the bare bones. Once you've pulled on your running shoes, you'll probably head out for a run. Once you've read two pages, you'll likely continue. The rule recognizes that simply getting started is the first and most important step towards doing something. All right, and last but not least, golden nugget number six. To make your habit long-term, it needs to be immediately satisfying. This is an interesting one because I've always looked at habits not to be immediately satisfying, but I looked at the long-term. I looked at where I was going, why I was doing it, and that vision. That direction I was going in, that's what fueled my habit. If we want to form a new habit, it needs to be immediately satisfying. So what are you doing to make your new habit immediately satisfying? We live in this world today that academics call a delayed return environment, where you go to work today, but you don't get compensated for the work today. You get compensated two weeks time. You go to the gym today, but you don't lose weight overnight. It takes time. And our brains evolved to cope with the immediate return environment of earlier humans who weren't thinking about long-term things like we are, like savings or losing weight. For them, it was going out, killing that animal, bringing that boar back, and feeding the family. So when you're pursuing habits with a delayed return, try to attach some immediate gratification to them. Use immediate gratification to your advantage. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 